We are rolling. I'm not. I don't have my input gain turned up yet. Give me a second. There we go. All right. Welcome to Doug and Joe Talk. I'm Doug. I'm Joe. And we're here once again. It's been a couple weeks. A couple weeks for you. Yeah, a couple weeks for you. For me. For for you. Only one week for me. One. Yeah. I missed last week. I was working too hard to come do this. And that's fine. I um, invited a couple friends. One came, and then another friend just dropped by. <laughs> that's so, right. Yeah, it was fun. Dan and Clark were here. It was good. Real world podcasting here. That's right. That's right. We just kind of go with it. <clears throat> um, of course, to begin with, we have to let you know what we're smoking. It's already lit. And um, this is, of course, we're in the, the Cigar Obsession series of cigars and um there's only three we're on the second third which is the second cigar and we'll do the final third the next time we meet but um let me tell you what i know about this cigar the second third is a medium to full-bodied cigar from nicaragua it's made by placencia it features a cameroon as opposed to placenta yes i think we went over that before. Yeah, we did, a couple we did. Ago. Okay. it's different placencia is definitely different um it features a cameroon wrapper and I sort of know what Cameroons taste like, so I have an idea what, what it's going to taste like. But the wrapper is on top of a Mexican San Andreas binder with filler from both Brazil and Nicaragua. Now, I, I feel like I kind of know Nicaraguan filler. I feel like I kind of know a Cameroon wrapper, but I don't know Mexican San Andreas binder, and I don't know Brazilian filler. So I kind of feel like I know a little bit about this, but I'm not sure what to expect. So um, I could read the rest and tell it tell you what it's supposed to taste like no, but i don't want to never do that, do that. i we don't know do we never do that uh-uh. so we will tell you what we taste and, and right off the bat as usual getting kind of a myriad of different things you can taste sort of the um getting the pepper definitely getting kind of a kind of a good pepper there at the beginning really pepper in the first draw i was like wow there's pepper yeah, I was I was trying to distinguish just cinnamon or straight pepper, and it's mm-hmm. not, it's not cinnamony. I don't yeah. think it's just a it's a it's a peppery a peppery spice. A little bit of sweet sweet might be coming from the Cameroon wrapper. Yeah. I, don't little, like, I don't feel like I'm getting too much sweet as of yet, but usually that develops a little bit later for me. So uh, it's it, the pre-draw tasted really sweet. It smelled like just beautiful tobacco when I smelled the cigar just on the outside. It smelled great. Um, I will have just one minor complaint, and it, it could be an anomaly, but when I cut mine, the wrapper slightly started to unwrap. Um, I just licked it a lot and made it kind of stick back down, and it's not giving me any trouble right now. But I was a little disappointed that that happened, because I think these are pretty well-made cigars. For the for the price, they ought to not do that. So, um, But that's all I got so far. All right. I was uh, I noticed when on the pre-draw and 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 the the smell of the cigar before it's lit, and I and I really enjoy when I get this sort of that like oatmeal cookie sort mm. of sort of smell slash taste. It's my favorite pre-draw taste that I get is sort of that oatmeal sweet oatmeal. Definitely, it was strong on this one. But anyway. I like that. I've never interestingly enough I've never thought of oatmeal cookie, but that kind of brings in the. The earthy and sweet yeah. together, and I yeah, because the grain and the sweet, mm-hmm. I think I think I do, I do taste. In fact, I probably taste that in the past, and now now I now I know what to <laughs> say. Thank you for oatmeal cookie. So yeah. that's not in the official description of what it's supposed to taste like, but it's it's not. Hey, but we'll take it. Hey, they can read the it. official description online. They cannot get our description. <laughs> they get our... except from the podcast. It's exclusive. <laughs> for sure. So um, uh, all right, so. We're actually a little bit, two reasons why we're not sure what's going on in the news. One, we've been a little light on the news cycle, but two, everyone in the news cycle is only talking about Brett Kavanaugh and what's going on with it. Everything, even if you deviate from that, it seems like everything that's in the news right now is the same junk, and I'll call it junk, that's been in the news forever, and I'm getting a little bit, I don't know, not cynical, I'm not cynical about it, I'm just... uh, what more to do? I don't know what more I can say on some of these issues. 
Well, I do feel like we only do a podcast once a week. There ought to be more happening. There should be, and there yeah. is. There <laughs> but, is. Maybe we just need some new news sources. Yeah. Something more you local. Know. You know. I mean, how does Ben Shapiro do it daily, you know, for 45 minutes? That's that's kind of crazy, but um, anyway. So so we know a lot of stuff that's going on with, with Kavanaugh, and, and it, it just the highlights that some lady has accused him of some kind of misconduct when they were teenagers. Yeah. Um, of course, the hurricane has officially hit, and I didn't actually, I wasn't paying attention. It's like, oh, East Coast hurricane, so I'm not thinking about it. But it's hitting like right where a friend of mine is. And oh, when, really? when they announced it today, it's like, crap, i got to get on Facebook, find out. If she's left or if she's doing okay, she's did, from. Did you Iowa. find out? I didn't. I was, I just heard about it right before I came out here. Wow. Oh. I'm like, oh man, I gotta I gotta check in with her and find out because uh, somebody when I was in radio back in the uh, late '80s, early '90s, I trained her as a radio announcer. Oh. And she actually went on to work at a number one rated radio station out in North Carolina. That's cool. Like, did way better than I ever did in radio. <laughs> That's funny. I want to come back. <laughs> I, I got so excited to say something there, I inhaled half the cigar. Anyway, um, that's that's funny that you should mention that. I want to go back to the hurricane, but it's interesting because when I worked in the bike shop in Minneapolis, several of the guys I trained as mechanics went on to be way better got w- in the cycling industry than I did. I have a friend right now that's uh, that uh, his, he's a professional cycling guide for Trek. He's a Trek travel guide. So he flies all, wow. over, the, all over the world taking... People on these exotic sort of cycling tours, and he, you know, helps them and coaches them along. What a great job! And he builds wheels. He's got his own wheel building business, and wow, in the, in the off season. So I mean, him, I, another, another, several of them. One, one is still. Uh, I can't really take credit for training him too much, but he did work under me. He went. He's now uh, a bike buyer at his second well-known bike shop in the Twin Cities area. They've got another one that worked at a. Uh, a couple of couple of others that worked at a distribution company for a while in the cycling world, so they stayed in in bikes a lot longer than I did, and did way better than I did. But that's good. That makes you feel good, doesn't it? You did something. You trained this. Yeah, and you, you trained this person that s- took off and did did well. Yeah, it, it, and it's it's funny because it, I got I want to talk a little bit about my ego since we're kind of on this right Let's now. Let's talk and, about and, it. and there's a yeah, and, and we're a little light <laughs> on news. So. When I when I trained Marcy and she did way better in radio, you know, working at a number one rated radio station, did really well for herself. Wait, like, can I ask what kind of station? Country, it was a country it was station. A country music and station. I'm, not, I'm not sure she cared. She was a radio announcer. Most don't do that. Yeah, she didn't. It's like she got to know country because that's what she was working. But she just she was a radio announcer and was looking for a job and and landed it. The thing that amazed me is you when you go from small town Iowa, you know, radio station to big big city radio, it's like all the commercial sets were crammed full. Like, she had just commercials. Like, <laughs> every every stop set was full. And, you know, where I worked, it was like, you know, you might just have two stop sets an hour instead more of four. Because they're, yeah, more music, you know, right. or whatever. But she also just became, you know, as you get older, you get a personality. So mm-hmm. she got, a, you know, she got a personality. She got better. She was well-known in the town. It was, it was fun. And so that's cool to train somebody and then have them do way better than you. The thing that, stinks a little bit but it's just a it's a really a good part of life i was practicing martial arts with a guy that was the same level as me and he like <laughs> advanced way way faster than i did <laughs> like and so it's like i was just a little bit of that jealousy you know my oh, ego sure. was hurt a little bit yeah. and you, you know you try to you try to do that talk to yourself where you're like well he just practiced more than me. You know, but you're still... It's some of that... I, I like, resented him a little bit. It's like, why should I resent him? He's, he's a great black belt. He's he's an amazing martial artist. And it's like, dang it, he just he just did practice more than me. Mm-hmm. That's all there was to it. You know, can I jump in there for a minute? Sure, please do. I think that that's... Um, that... Okay, everybody experiences that, right? Everybody, everybody who's ever been a part of any group experiences some some of that group excelling and faster and harder than others and and I think hopefully we've all have a, a wide enough spectrum of experiences where we've all been on mo- multiple ends of that we've been the ones that have excelled and we've been the ones that hasn't excelled quite as fast but I feel like there's there's kind of an expectation that's building today that everybody's supposed to be the same or something I think you know cuz we all feel we all feel like we want to be the, the number one. We want to feel like we want to be in the top tier, but we understand if you can if you can understand that not everybody can be in the top tier of everything, mm-hmm. then it one it makes you work harder to be in the top tier for sure. 
But it also kind of gives you just an understanding, like, hey, I'm good at some things and I'm not good at other things, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I feel like today there's sort of this culture of everybody has to be acknowledged as good or, you know, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And that's kind of, it's, it's, I think it's caused a lot of uneasy people more than anything else. I think it's probably lowered the bar in several arenas, but don't you think it's just caused people to have, to be less confident in who they are because they feel like, well, I'm not the best, but I'm, I don't know. It's like they understand they're not the best, but can't come to terms with it or something. Well, um, I, I think I know where you're going, and, and I, I, I think, it, as I was saying earlier, I, I resented this guy a little bit. But but honestly, I think what I was doing is projecting a little bit, if, if I'm using that word right. I think I resented the fact that I could have practiced more. And oh, sure. Okay. And then I was, <clears throat> instead of resenting myself and being hard on myself, you which would have probably been, could have been, could go either way, good or bad. Sure. But I, I should have said, Doug, if you want it, practice more. If you don't want it, then it's okay to not want it. Practice less. And, you know, my instructor always said, you know, once you, once you commit to do it, you're going to test strong. But I never committed, to, <laughs> you know, to do it. So, yeah. but. Um, so, Hurricane, can we go back to the Hurricane? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, let's go back to the Hurricane because um, that's like, it's hitting Wilmington. That's like where my friend lives. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went one time to Florida. It's the only time I've ever been to Florida. And I, okay. I don't won't go back if I have a choice to go back to Florida. But, uh... Do you got timer? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I want to stay on... Try to stay on, okay, it's 6.09. I don't know what time we started. Okay. We can figure it out. Um, but <clears throat> hurricanes are, are totally devastating. Like, when I went down there to try to fix some... I, to try to repair some things uh, during, after Hurricane Charlie, and I don't even remember what year that was, but you could probably look it up. Okay. You could probably look it up what year Hurricane Charlie was, but um, we started right about the top of the hour. Okay. Just about. Okay. Anyway, um, and another hurricane happened while I was there. Hurricane Francis came while I was in Florida mm. fixing Hurricane Charlie. Hurricane Francis came. Now, I think we, I don't think we got the full brunt of it, mm -hmm. but here we get tornadoes, which are like super concentrated destructors, you know, but there the, the devastation is... What is it, like 100 miles? Oh, yeah, it's huge. It's just, yeah. it's, that's why I think it's, I mean, we don't understand it here. We think, no. oh, it's, you know, they got rain and wind and whatever, but we don't really realize how wide, if, if entire towns got devastated, that's a huge deal. Well, yeah, and even, even today, there was a li little storm came through when mm -hmm. I was working, mm -hmm. and at one point, like in five minutes, the temperature dropped like 15 degrees. It was just crazy. It happened so fast, and I was looking, because where I was, the, the, the clouds were a little bit higher, but I could see, yeah. because in this part of town, you know, you can see miles south of yeah. Oskaloosa, looking down at another town, I'm like, whoa, those clouds are really low. It's like, like I'm eyeballing, trying to decide, is there a tornado going on? But, right. but if there was a tornado going on, it's two miles down the road, which it can travel fast, but if it was a hurricane, I'd have been in it, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right, right. Just, Oski would have been in it, Bella would have yeah, been in it, you it's, know? It's just wild. That's, I heard, I, or I didn't hear, I read, I think, that there was... How many people without power? Mm. It was an astronomical number, five hundred thousand or something. That's that's in in and of itself just without electricity, is a catastrophe. If if things are destroyed or flooded or have have you heard how many has there been deaths? How many deaths? Um, I think I actually heard, but I I don't remember the number. And that was actually overshadowed a little bit by some of the remarks about the miscounts in Puerto Rico and oh. and, and some of that, which. You know, <clears throat> there. And since we're talking hurricanes, I, I, I did see. Did you see the video of all of the bottled water that had been sitting for months out on the runway? I actually <clears throat> knew about that a long time ago because we have uh, close friends who have close friends in Puerto Rico, mm. so we were keeping pretty close tabs on that. And they were they were fit to be tied about what was going on there. And I, we could go into more detail if you want to, but. I'll let you continue with the. Well, I was just I was just amazed when I saw that, and and I guess when when you think government, even if it's a small country like Puerto Rico, no matter no matter what it is, you think that that kind of is what the government ought to be doing. If somebody said we're bringing over all these millions of bottles of water to you to take care of your people, at the very least, the government ought to make sure it gets distributed. Very least, and if it's just sitting there on a runway. And I think I'm correct on this. Bottled water in sunlight will go bad relatively quick. It, 
Yeah, it'll, if it's a clear bottle. Yeah, it'll it'll get plasticky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a word. I don't know. Yeah. If plasticky is a word, but yeah. Well, I've heard that even bottled even bottled water will actually de- to de- after a while develop even an algae, and it. it doesn't mm. take very long. I, I I should I should experiment. Just set yeah, a bottle should. of Dasani in the sun. I bet it, I bet it wouldn't take a week. Maybe two. Interesting. Um, yeah, and it came from a guy that has a fish tank, so like he. Okay. He kind of knows this stuff. It's like if, if sunlight is one of those things that says, come on, whatever's in there, grow, yeah. grow. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Well, did, uh, have we ever talked about the Puerto Rico thing and what happened? No, that'd be interesting because oh. <clears throat> it, it has been in the news. So. I don't know if it's relevant. I mean, it happened okay. so long ago. But um, from, from what I heard, all these supplies were shipped down in a very short order. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we know, we, we hear, we're just about to the cigar update time here. Okay, go ahead. Um, but we know that Trump got a hard rap for that Puerto Rico thing because of people weren't getting what they needed. But the truth be told, all the supplies were there. The, sh- the ports were packed full. They couldn't take any more ships because yeah. the port was already full of supplies. And the the truckers and the government, the government truckers, I guess, is what I was told, decided to go on strike for more money instead of deliver the stuff to the wow. people that were in need. So... And and to this day, I don't think any, they've gotten what they need to get. To this day, and this how long has that been? Well, I I don't know. It's been a while. But what what would happen in the states? This is one of those. You know, this might be one of those times when I'd be like, you know, okay, government, kick somebody's ass. Maybe. Yeah. Do what you know. The government like folded, or or they were they were the government, yeah, yeah. or something, and uh, and. Yeah, it's just it's it's a disgrace. It is That's a total a total disgrace. And I, I mean, I actually said the, these words to my friend. I said those people should be hung. They kind of should. Yeah, yeah, people people are dying because they're people not delivering supplies. Supplies. People are dying because they're, of their greed. That's that's mm, wow. that's got to be a capital offense of some kind. Of. Yeah. I should know that, but I don't. All right, we should do a cigar update because we're right up, we're right on the line for a cigar update. We're um, this seems to be maybe burning. A little fast. We're an inch and a half down. Yeah, I lost my ash a while ago. Okay. So. Were you talking with your hands again? <laughs> I move around. It's... Well, I'm, I noticed something we didn't talk about at the beginning. I noticed it in the pre-drop that it seemed to draw really light. Hmm. It's not too light. In fact, I actually would tend to like a cigar on the light end. The one we smoked, uh, not we, but the one I smoked last week with Dan and, or with uh, Clark had a little bit of a tight draw. This is beautiful. It just smoke flows right through it, really loose, and but not too loose. And, um, but it's seeming a little bit light, but what I'm, what I'm learning in my brain is it seems to be a more of a vegetal sweetness than a baking spice sweetness mm-hmm. that I'm getting, which is definitely a, a distinction that's important. Um, and there's, there's a little bit of something, maybe coffee in there, <clears throat> um, kind of, it's kind of in the, uh, aftertaste on the finish. Yeah, no. So, what do you think? <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> two things that two two tasting notes have jumped out at me. I think the first one was a floral. It was a real strong floral. Oh. Um, and I got it. I sort of tasted it as I was drawing on the cigar. Okay. So I don't know if that makes a difference or not. But um, the second one was tequila. Tasted tequila, just as clear clear as a bell. <laughs> You know what's interesting? I don't know. <laughs> Did you say that when we smoked the Rocky Patel Cameroon? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because you said tequila one other time, but I'm wondering if it was on the other Cameroon we had, which would be really interesting if it was. I wonder. Huh. It could have been. Maybe so. That vintage Cameroon by Patel we had a while back. But, yeah. But uh, so, that, so that's the update so far. My ash hasn't fallen off, but I, I like to blame it on Joe talking with his hands, and that's yep. why his ash fell off. But um, mine's holding on good. I, lo- I love the draw. It seems a little light, but the flavors are there. Um, I maybe like a little more, but we'll see what happens here in the next few minutes. So getting sweeter though, I think it is. Getting I think sweeter. it is too. Yeah. And um, all right. <clears throat> well, so yeah, it sounds like Puerto Rico dropped the ball, and and I guess uh, I couldn't imagine how hard it would be to run a government, run emergency things like that. But that is their job, you know. And it's like if that happens, that's just horrible. But I I hope that. Uh, it's, that's one of the things that's nice to live in America. I mean, technically isn't Puerto Rico America, yeah. but but yeah. Um, you know, I, I imagine that whatever's happening out on on the East Coast and Carolina, where where the 
hurricane's hitting the, the people are hopeful being taken care of. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> and I hope my friend Marcy's doing okay out there. <clears throat> so, um, well, where are we going to go next? Uh, we, we probably should talk about Kavanaugh a little bit. We should. I, I kind of hate to, but we probably ought to go there. Well, and it's not old news. I mean, it's happening. No, it's, like, yeah, right now. Today. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was under the impression on what I, what I heard, and this, this is not, a, I, sh- I probably shouldn't talk about things that aren't confirmed, but I really thought the, the lady who had the, the alleged uh, encounter with Brett Kavanaugh said that she would testify. Okay. And um, so the, the story is that a woman's saying that you know, 30-some years ago, and, and she's actually not giving a specific time, but around 1982, when she was 15 and Brett Kavanaugh was 17, that he allegedly did some things to her at a party, kind of pushed her into a room, got on top of her on a bed, put his hand over her mouth, so, some other things as well. Those are the things I remember as being part of the allegation. I don't want to add things that aren't, weren't part of the allegation. But I think it's... Um, I don't know. I, I, I have a couple opinions. Number one, I think they need to push his confirmation through fast. If she's going to testify, let her testify. If he's going to rebut, let him rebut. Do, do what they need to do. But the whole idea of 30 years ago, um, almost 40, 36 years ago, I think is what it was, and, uh, and she's, not, she's not saying at 235 Fifth Avenue at 715 on December 3rd at this party... She's not saying that. She's just saying, "Well, I I sort of remember this. I'm sh- I, I, there might be a statute of limitations legally, you know, as far as him getting convicted of anything, if it was true. But it's like on some level, also, it's a couple teenagers, you know. I mean, I, I'm I'm sure there's something I did as a teenager. Well, that was going to be yeah. my first question. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was gonna, that's where I'm going because and I was talking with a friend about this today. Okay, is the, there are some people, there are some people that went through high school and didn't do anything that they regret or anything that w- could be seen as illegal or immoral or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. There's a few. But as in my experience, and probably, yeah, myself included, I'll admit it, we, we all do things when we're young and stupid, when we're testing out the world, that they're just stupid. And thank God there's historically been grace for that yeah and we we all do stupid things that we that we look back and we say man i wish i hadn't done that That was so stupid i I, that was that was bad and so okay so that's that's a reality and we won't go listing all the things that we've done right now but i mean i i just want to yeah i would challenge anybody and i thanks for that i don't really yeah right (laughs) anyway um but what i was what i'm what I want to do, and what I don't understand why they don't do, is if I was Brett Kavanaugh, <laughs> I would have, I would spend some money, or so, there, somebody could spend some money, and, and hire a couple of private investigators, and be at the hearing when they're, these senators, these because they're, they're, the ones that are after him are Democratic senators, who... <sighs> Feinstein and Harris, right? Yeah. I mean... What is the likelihood that they're having? Oh. They're cheating on some, on their spouses right now. Yeah, yeah. It's... That they're doing immoral things right now, and I mean right now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what I would want to do is be Brett Kavanaugh and say, "Are you really going to challenge me about this allegation from 35 years ago at a drunken high school party when this morning you were seen?" Blah 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 blah. That's what I would want to do. That's Boy. what I would want to do, and I wouldn't give warning, and I wouldn't. Say, I've got the file right here. You're going to no. drop this? No, because that's blackmail. I would come right out of the gates, and I would start naming names and giving evidence right on the spot. No. You're going to play this game? Okay, let's play this game. Yeah. Yeah, and that's dirty pool, but that's well, that's how they're playing That's it. what they're doing That's what right they're now. doing. They started it, you know. You want to fight? Well, yeah. let's fight. Oh. Uh, oh. Jeepers. You know, I. it's funny. You know, it's talking about doing things in high school. I don't know if the allegations were Clinton in high school or college or what, but when he when he said he smoked smoked weed, but he didn't inhale. Yeah. 
I think I'd had a lot more respect for him because he said, I smoked weed, I inhaled, and I liked it. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, that's what Obama said, right? I mean, yeah, kind of yeah. It. It's like, he's, he's on video. Yeah. Obama's on video. Yeah, and it's, it's like, you know, why doesn't somebody say, I was 17 or I was stupid? I'm different now. What, what about, why yeah. isn't that okay? I'm different now. You know? Yeah. I'm a different person now. I mean, I'm a different person than I was six months ago, yeah. let alone I hear you. 16, 30 years ago. Um, for gosh sake. we got to be careful that we don't try to erect a standard that's impossible for anybody to meet. Because the people that are demanding Kavanaugh live to a certain standard his whole life so he can be a Supreme Court justice, they don't live up to their own standard. Yeah. Everybody's flawed. And we got to come to terms with that. Well, we do. And, and you know, it's like... <clears throat> um, yeah... Gosh, I get I get so frustrated just thinking about it. You know, I'm not sure, uh, not sure what more to say. I, I do want to uh, throw out some kudos to uh, to our unofficial sponsor this week. Now let's, let's take some time and do it. Unofficial sponsor. So far, they've all been cigar sponsors, and that's okay because um, they're unofficial. Because they're unofficial. We don't it, get paid. It doesn't matter. We don't get paid. Yeah. But um, Atlantic Cigars is the unofficial sponsor this week, and here's why. Um, when I search on the internet, try to find some cigars, cigars, sometimes they have the ones I like, but they seem to have a lot of Lanceros and I tend to like skinnier cigars and they have, they seem to, compared to other sites, have more Lanceros, more of the skinnier cigars than some of the other places do. And so I go there, um, cause I can find more of them. And if I'm going to, you know, try to buy a pile at once, I can, I can get more from them so Atlantic Cigars thanks and where can we where can we find Atlantic Cigars AtlanticCigars.com AtlanticCigars.com okay. yeah all one word <clears throat> yeah I take it okay well yeah it's if you google Atlantic Cigars it'll probably be the first thing that pops up we don't so. no don't google it don't google no go don't straight, google it yeah go straight there go <clears throat> go straight uh, to DougAndJoeTalk.com click the link <laughs> to Atlantic Cigars and, and we'll uh We'll, we'll, we'll send you straight there without Google even being part of the equation. How's That's that? right. That's right. Can, can you do that? Isn't, oh, it, yeah. isn't it impossible to get away from Google? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, kind of. It kind of is. And all, honestly, the, we kind of, I don't know. This is not an action step. I'm not asking anybody to do anything. But there's been some new legislation introduced in the, in the European Union that would uh, tax linking to other things. They're calling it some kind of copyright law. Whoa. And it's basically just control. It's control of the internet. But they want to charge a tax to be able to cite even a link to a page or news or whatever. And uh, so if you're inclined to do try to do something about that, go, go knock yourself out. Wow. It's just insane. Anyway. Yeah, yeah you know, I, sh- I should learn a little bit more about net neutrality, and we should talk about that sometimes, because that's a real confusing topic. And yes, I, I've learned is. a little bit about it recently. And... Uh, I shouldn't talk about things we're not going to talk about till later, but but maybe we should research that a little bit in the next yeah. week or two. Talk about net neutrality, which is different, obviously, than what you were talking about. But right. but that would be a, that would be a cool thing to have yeah. a little more knowledge on. And yeah, uh, and sure. in, in some ways, we we want you know we're we're sharing mostly opinions with you, um, not not so much knowledge, but but we may do some research on that and try to give you some details about that uh, in the future. To, It'll be to good. I need more details. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. So I'll watch a PragerU video and then I'll know everything. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, all right. Well, so thanks Atlantic Cigars for selling me some great cigars over the last couple years. So, um, we should be about due for a cigar update. Yeah, I think we're about in that in that range um, here. Um, you want to go first? Well, no, you go first. Okay. Well, my ash fell off right about two inches, and I wasn't talking with my hands too much. So. Um, which is which I think that's probably normal, but because it's a it feels like a light pack, like the cigar feels light, it draws it draws really really light, so I kind of expected it not to be a real tight one that would hold mm-hmm. on for a long time, and I don't care if it hangs on for a long time or not if it if it tastes good. So, um, but and just in general, if you're smoking a short filler cigar instead of a premium long filler cigar, the short filler's ash will drop off sooner. That's just one of the things that if, you, if you've if you got whole leaf tobacco in the cigar, it's going to hold on a longer ash if you don't tap it off. Mm-hmm. And so, taste-wise, mm, 
The draw is still great. Taste is still pretty consistent. I'm not getting as much pepper as I was in the beginning. Agreed. Um, and I actually, it was just a little bit of pepper and I liked it in the beginning. I think it's, I think there's a little less sweet. It's a little more earthy. I think I'm getting more coffee. Um, and again, I'm, now I'm never sure if it's coffee or bitter chocolate because those two get confused in my brain sometimes. But I, I'm going to say stand on coffee right now. And um, that's my only update. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, I will agree with you that it's it's earthy. It's getting earthy, and and I, I'm not noticing a real light draw. My draw is pretty okay. pretty standard, okay. but the ash is dropping really. It's okay. it's I've lost it two or three two or three times now. So it's and I'm not. I mean, I'm moving around a little bit, but I'm not being a super. So I, I think, I'm just making fun of you. Sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, but something more than the taste in this cigar today, and this is this is totally an objective thing, but I feel like. We're f- they feel like we're all just friends here discussing. This isn't a ob- totally objective thing, but I mean, I'm sorry, subjective thing. This is a subjective thing, but I feel like I feel like some some camaraderie with the cigar obsession guy right now. Just I'm just appreciating the fact that that he put these cigars together and 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 I don't know more than the taste. I'm just enjoying smoking what he put together, and I'm, I'm I really am enjoying the cigar. I'm still getting that floral. Sort of this, yeah, this light spring flower. So I don't, I can't identify what it is, but I'm tasting a little bit of flower. I wish I was getting it. So we're, yeah. we're, we're disagreeing I'm, there I'm working a little bit. To yeah. Identify. yeah, if I feel like if I can identify, it's not lilac. <clears throat> I know it's yeah. not that bad. Well, it's interesting. I'm, I'm not, and I'm trying. I'm trying to see if I taste it, but I'm because it's it's fun when we do disagree because we can say, oh, am I am I missing it or you know are, are you right. Right, or am just, I just are you just crazy? Yeah, <laughs> something yeah. like that. <clears throat> you work too well, hard today. you know, and I I should say something about. Um, Here's what I know about Brian Glenn, the, the cigar obsession guy. I, I just, from what I know, I like him because he's 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 a photographer by trade. He makes his money doing photography, <clears throat> but he loves cigars. lives in lives in Florida, and so he started Cigar Obsession. And I believe I'm correct here. I think he said this so that he could actually kind of track and log the cigars he was smoking because he was smoking so many, and he's like, okay, I'm. I'm, I think he's maybe editing some of his photography, and he clicks his computer, talks for a couple minutes, clicks it off, <laughs> smokes for 15 minutes, and he just does these these cigar reviews, and he tries really hard to just say this is what I taste, and he doesn't he doesn't care what anybody thinks. If you don't like what he says, that's fine. Yeah, and he does pretty good job about not saying. Like, if he doesn't like the flavor profile, he doesn't necessarily say it's a bad cigar unless unless it's burning bad or, or unless it's right. unrolling. He just says, this is what I'm tasting. If you like that, mm-hmm. smoke it. <clears throat> so, the fact, he's an entrepreneur, runs his own business, and then does this on the side. And I hope he's making some money doing c- cigar oh, obsession. Sure I'm sure he is. You know? He should be making some money selling these cigars <clears throat> that, we just, that we bought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyway, so... Um, I want, to, I want to do a little bit of a uh, cigar update comparing this to last week's. Last week's was way more, or the first third, not last week's, it was two weeks ago, but the first third was way more earthy and, and definitely stronger, more bold. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this one better, but this one doesn't have enough of what what I like, uh, you know, the more baking spice profile. Um, earthy and coffee is what I'm getting, and I, I'm, mm-hmm. I expected to have a little bit of sweet from the Cameroon wrapper that I'm not getting a lot of. Um but uh, but yeah, that's. I think the sweets there. It's just, it's uh, it's 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 uh, it's kind of mild. It is a mild. And it's, it's right so on the mild. draw. Yeah, it is. On the draw, it's sweet, and then it kind of, like, kind of, kind of fades into the coffee in the, in yeah, the finish. In the earth, definitely. So anyway, I I am enjoying this one better too, and I may not be able yeah. to pick out exactly why, but it's I am enjoying this one better. This one this one makes me want a little more though. The the, the first third I just I wasn't wowed by. It wasn't exactly what I wanted, so I didn't care if I got more. This is mm. it's almost there, but not not quite for me. So <laughs> so the third third is it called the third third, third? final final third. final third. I was gonna say that's a weird name. Uh, final third is. It's going to knock our socks off. I hope so. I hope so. <clears throat> Might just wear sandals so it doesn't. You know, we, we did, didn't we smoke the Anejo, though, right before we moved into the first third and the second third? Yeah. That Anejo, though, is 
That was off the charts awesome, but I don't want to talk about a different cigar. We'll just keep talking about the one we got. So, Oh, and we, we didn't tell what it is, and I, I forgot. I didn't look it up officially, but this has to be a Churchill because um, I'm smart enough to tell by the length and the ring gauge. Mm -hmm. It's probably You're a... very smart, Doug. <laughs> probably, a, <laughs> probably a 50 or a 48 ring gauge. I'd say probably mm -hmm. a 48 and then Churchill, you know, length. So it's going to be a long one. We'll definitely be smoking it past the past the end of the podcast. So, um, hmm. I, should should we dig down a little bit into, you know, sometimes what ifs are worth talking about if we actually get to principles. Like so, sure. I I actually think I mean the allegations are pretty severe, really. If, if, I mean if if everything the lady said is true. Could could I say, so what? It was thirty years ago. He's a different person today. Push him through. I think I, I yeah. I'm ninety eight percent. Yeah. I mean, unless any more details come out. Well, it depends on what. I have not heard. I have yeah. not. I mean, only what you have told me is what I've heard. Now, if it comes out that if she claims that he raped her, mm -hmm. then I would say, okay. Well, then we have to. There's we gotta we gotta we gotta see. You know, we have to we have to know. If if this was a case of uh, that happens all too often of younger girl trying to impress the older guys and one of them and one of them come on some of them are drunk and take it a little too far that happens a lot yeah and I think I think she said I think part of her allegation was that they were both drinking and drunk so you know I think and she might have even said my memory is hazy which is like well if you were drunk and your memory's hazy it's like yeah. Uh, and yeah. I mean, if they're both minors at the time, it's not like it's not like a thirty-year-old dude, you know, buying booze for a fifteen-year-old mm -hmm. and then taking advantage of her. It's they're at a party and they're both trying to impress each other, and you know. And I think both of us would say it's still bad. It's still wrong. Well, sure, the guy shouldn't do it, but but Absolutely. to say thirty-six years later, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, and, and would I be the same? If it, would I have the same standard, and I, I would, I'm saying I would, if it was a Democrat that I hate, or a, a leftist that I hated that they were trying to confirm. Yeah, I think I think that ship has kind of sailed because I mean we know we know all kinds of shenanigans that all kinds of representatives and official people have done in their past, and they still stay in office. And yeah. I, I want moral people in office. I well, want, yeah, we all do. I want to be moral, you right. know. <laughs> you know, right. um, but I, I do think we have to. Yeah. So you you would have to, if what she said was true, you'd have to you'd have to know more details. Oh yeah. Based on based on just the allegations that I've heard, I would say, um, he he'd be fine. And uh, <clears throat> you know, and I, I wonder. See, this is it. It, can, it borderlines on on. It, I like. I almost feel bad, even saying it because if I, I, help talk me through this, and this is going to sound really bad up front, but it's you know it's our podcast. We're, we're, we're just we're just friends here. We're working it out. We're thinking through it. What if he raped her? Seventeen years old, fifteen years old. What if he raped her? Legally, I believe the statute of limitations has passed. Is there a statute of limitations on rape? I think there is. I'm not positive, but I think there is. And I'm not sure if I would agree with the statute of limitations on rape, but I think there is one. Hmm. Um, I might be thinking of... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. So, But if that would have happened, I mean... I, I mean, I've, I've, ne I've never raped anybody, but I've done things when I was younger that I wouldn't do now. I'm a different person now. I don't know. You know how how bad you have to break the law when you're a teenager to disqualify yourself from being productive. And I mean, yeah, no. I mean that's that's the bigger question. I think it is. Yeah, I mean, rape is rape. That's might be worse than murder. <clears throat> Maybe yeah. not. You know, I yeah. yeah. It's I think it could it's be, up there. Could be it could qualify. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I have a feeling that this is another question. I want to know. I would want I, that I want to know about this is, did she get paid or approached by someone to to come out with this right now? It doesn't seem like it. the The only 
The only thing I've heard that's a little sketchy is that, I want to get the names right, Feinstein, who who did the, who I got information on, Kavanaugh, can't say much about it because I want to protect the person's confidentiality, but there's this thing that's really bad. So, apparently, she had the information in July. So, but that's that's how you play Dirty Pool. You're like, oh, let's just hold this till the last minute. Right. Past the last minute. Yeah. After the after the hearings, yeah. It, see, that's what I, that's what <clears throat> to me that makes a difference. Yeah, it absolutely makes a difference. Why wasn't that brought up in the hearings? Yeah. If you think this disqualifies a person, then why wasn't it brought up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, that means that there's not really a case. This is about optics and politics. I mean that that in an, in and of itself, right there, to me. But yeah, and and I don't. When is the? Yeah, what, what would it take? How long? How long would they have to delay it for there to be potentially a shift in the house? A couple months. November. November. That's that's what I was saying. A couple month and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's <clears throat> yeah. That's that's desperation. That's what the yeah. Yeah. And of course, the desperation though that is that that's isn't that the the part part of the Democratic platform or, so, or maybe I should not blame all. Do the they Democrats. have a platform? Yeah, the the leftist platform is desperation. <laughs> we are desperate. Oh my gosh, you I, know, uh, yeah. And I, and I wanted to talk about that because it does. The one thing that seems ridiculous to me, and maybe it gets clicks, and maybe it gets people to watch the news, maybe it gets people to act and respond. I don't panic over things very often but I think maybe does the average person I, I don't know so is is this what they're doing does everything have to be panicked does everything have to be the end of the world you know I mean it, you go to global warming oh my gosh you know in two years the world's going to be flooded and frozen and in two years it never is but they're but they throw that out there yeah. and get try to get people to panic and to act instead of just you know trying to legitimately talk about something that may or may not be Relevant, important. On a, on on the broad scale, or on the you know the high altitude view of things, you can control people if they're scared. And so, if you can keep them scared, yeah. then you can tell them what to think and how to think and what to do. And and that's man, that's what we see happening. You know, there's there's a lot of you know again. Okay, I'm dipping into the conspiracy, but like I really think that there's a there's a huge Consortium, or there's a huge group of people that have power that are really wanting to keep that power, and I think that I think that they'll do just about anything to keep that power, and that includes lying to people and getting them panicked and about forty minutes or so. Um, yeah, I mean, we can't dis we can't ignore that fact. Yeah. I think it has to enter into our thinking when we're when we're looking at all this stuff. There's people that are absolutely willing to lie or willing to, willing to, uh, I guess, uh, do things to make us not think straight, not be clear. And that's scary to me. Thomas Jefferson once said, I've sworn upon an altar of God eternal hostility over every form of tyr- against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. And I think that that's, yeah, I can, I can... I can align myself with that. Yeah, I, I and and you're so right. I'm making making people afraid. You know, if if they're if a leftist female is afraid they're going to lose their ability to get an abortion, and, and it's the fear. It's not even if it's, it's not even their ability to get an abortion, but if they're afraid that they're not going to be able to do something, that's different than just saying, "Oh, well." Let's say they overturn Roe v. Wade and I can't get an abortion. Oh, golly darn, I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, okay, well, I might approach life a little differently. A reasonable person would just say, okay, if that happens, then it's the law and I can't get an abortion. I'm going to have to handle things a little bit differently mm-hmm. instead of panic. Oh, my gosh, yeah. you know, I can't believe it. You know, okay. what am I going to do? Go out and, you know. Well, let's put the shoe on the other <clears throat> foot like you like to do sometimes. Yes. And because the right does it with gun control. All the time, every election cycle, you know they talk about they talk about gun control and they're gonna take all your guns away. No, they're not. You know what it would take to take everybody's guns away? <laughs> it's not gonna happen in America. It really, I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it, unless I mean, again, drastic shifts would have to happen that would make people so afraid 
of guns. And that's what, that's what the left has tried to do over and over, is make people afraid, afraid, afraid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but Republicans or people on the right use that as a fear tactic as well to try to get people to panic and, and you know. Yeah, and I, I remember years ago um, some people that I would call, um, and again, when you're talking in the past, I, I probably am more conservative libertarian now than I was back then. But when people were saying, "Oh my gosh, you can't, you can't let gay marriage pass because if you do, it's just going to be this this snowball effect and all that," and it's like, and I I had a hard time like, no, that's I I don't think you're right. It's like I'm I'm a, you know I'm I'm a, I'm, uh, I'm opposed to having marriage defined that way. I'm not sure if I'm opposed to necessarily same sex unions, but whatever. That's not the point here. Being I didn't think it was going to snowball, but it seemed to have snowballed more, a lot more than I thought it would, but not as much as they said it would. And yet. so I'm yet. So, yet. And yet. so I'm still thinking, okay, no, wait, should I have been more afraid? And I, and I would never say I should have been more afraid, but should I have been more diligent? In, vigilant. Vigilant. Thank you. In, in considering what yeah. might happen. Well, and that's, and that's <clears throat> always too. What they're saying might not necessarily be wrong. And that's not the point. Yeah. The point is the urgency that they put on these things. Yeah, yeah. And they bump up the time scale. Because, like, yeah, if you start legalizing, not legalizing, but um, what's the word? Uh, subsidizing um, uh, <laughs> ungodly sexuality. Let's just lump it all into okay. ungodly sexuality. Okay. You start subsidizing that, you're going to get more of it. And you will eventually end up where... You know, rampant pedophilia, pornography, all these different things that 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 are not good, and so they're right. It it will snowball, but it might take twenty years. It might take mm-hmm. fifty years. It might take a hundred years. But if you two, keep moving two, in that two direction, two turns. Two turns. That's <laughs> yeah, all it yeah. takes. This is the most important election <laughs> of my <our> life. <laughs> oh, maybe it is. Um, but yeah, so they're not. It's the control part that bothers me the most. Is let's get everyone panicked so they'll do what we say, and that's yeah. the that's the, the way you see it happening. Yeah, and that and that hap- it does happen on both sides. I'm glad you brought brought that up because I do I do like looking at what I might consider people I would ally, ally with and saying, now wait, I'm not. I think you're doing the same thing that our opponents are doing, and trying to step back from that and saying, wait, what you know, what's mm-hmm. what's more reasonable? But it, it does seem like though. The the left has a you, hmm. it does seem like they use a panic mentality more than the right does. Now I'm I tend to be biased. I think uh, I'll admit that up front. Um, but it, it because it seems like, and I don't know if this is right, but sometimes panic is the only thing the left has because sometimes the logic doesn't hold up. In, in, oh, I agree. In some of the some of the arguments. Well, and I also think that in here, in listening to what you're saying, I think that the left leaning people are more susceptible to panic. Don't you mm, think? Maybe because a lot. Of, I mean, I don't know if I can even say a majority, but I think a majority of conservatives in this country have somewhat of a religious basis for the ideas that they hold. And if you have if you have a solid, coherent worldview. Yeah. Then you're going to be less less uh, prone to panic over every little thing because you you believe that there are certain things that are and there are certain things that aren't. There's certain things that ought and there's certain things that ought not, and those are sorted in your mind. But if if all you have is self, and you've been told there is no God, there is no morality, there is no moral moral absolute moral code or law, then you are afraid. Because then it's survival of the fittest, and yeah. what if yeah. my group isn't the yeah. strongest? Yeah. Then I'm going to get annihilated. So I've got to, I've got to act, and I've got to do what they tell me to do, so we can stay. Or you know, yeah. whereas a, a person that's solid is like, ah, eh. yeah. Um. So are we due for our yeah. third update? Like I said, this is going to last yes. through the podcast, so we better we better for do sure. our third update. So I'm, um. Uh, I'm I'm trying to I forced myself by the third update to make my decision whether or not I would I would buy this again and I said the first third I would not buy again but if someone gave it to me I would smoke it and and so that is different that it is, is different because because I'm I'm it's picky totally when different. I when I spend eight to ten bucks on a cigar this is on the line I I don't think I would buy it again only because 
there's a lot of others I would rather buy, but I like it a lot better than the than the first third. Um, yeah. And but it's settling into coffee for me. Hmm. Um, that's I'm getting just the earthy coffee and um, and maybe maybe some of the sweets there on the beginning of the draw like like before. Um, it's not it's not really ch- it didn't change much other than the pepper at the beginning doesn't seem to be present now. Um, I'm still getting a spice. You mean like a pepper spice, or you mean like a yeah, more, not a sweet spice, more like a peppery spice, a little bit. Hmm. Maybe I'm getting maybe there's a little um, a hint there. So um, draws nice. It, it's a little oily, and I like I like oily versus uh, dry smokes. This is oily enough; it's keeping me interested. Yeah. Um, but the the earthy bitter kind of coffee coming through, and then the, the sweets dissipated some. So, what's what's your what's your take? No, I agree with everything you're saying. <clears throat> I think that the flavors are not so pronounced. They're, they're, it's really, it, which you know. Okay, so I've talked on several other, several previous cigar update or several cigars where you have all these different flavors at the beginning, and then they sort of like mold into its own, and in, in, mm-hmm. in somewhere in the middle. This one has done so, and it's and it's totally pleasant. But I've lost, I've sort of lost the individual flavors inside of it. So. I, I mean, it's it's pleasant. I, I get the earthy. I get almost a, I don't know, maybe a leather, maybe a little leathery, um, earthy. I got a little bit of that spice, peppery spice still. I can I can taste the coffee a little bit, but I'm, every once in a while on the draw, you know, you get that little floral. So it's got, it's one it's wonderful tasting mm-hmm. cigar. But I just can't pick out <clears throat> always the the individual notes. But I still like it. It's good. I do want to throw in that. I, I took a couple hard, fast draws, which didn't improve the taste. It actually, it actually emphasized the the bitter mm. of the of the coffee, which wasn't it wasn't necessarily bad, but it, it, it emphasized it drawing drawing faster and heating it up. And I like I like smoking it more just the normal normal pace. So um, so I will say that was that was kind mm-hmm. of a little bit of a negative. Um, but that's our. That's our final update on this, although this will last through the end of the podcast. I do want to go to our uh, cool things, yeah, um, which is a, a new thing I'd like to try to do every week. And this is uh, something I've, I've owned for a couple years, but I wanted, I wanted a bulletin board in my kitchen to pin post-it notes on, and I'm like... And you drop those push pins all the time, and the kids you know, having a baby around the house. Like, I don't want a baby to swallow a push pin. Now, uh, uh, That's the last thing we need. Right. <clears throat> but I I saw these magnetic push pins and uh, actually bought them from a seller called Vat19, which just has a whole bunch of fun, weird stuff. And they had these magnetic push pins, and they were like super magnets. Like, in their video, they showed, like, I don't know if it was 30 pieces of paper or something. You could stick it to your fridge instead, oh, of, like, just, instead of just holding like one piece of paper. So it's like, I'm like i got to buy these. Just try them. That's cool. And they're great. So the girls make... Can you pin your children to the refrigerator with the pins? Um, it won't go through <laughs> the children, but if you hold up their collar and hook them... I would never do that. <laughs> no. no um, but they are super strong. So they do all these crayon scribble paintings. You know, the Eyeless 5. Continual flow. I've got that. Yeah, so I'm just if you got ten, it'll hold the ten pages up there, and um, but they're great, and I love them. And the only thing is, you do still have to be careful that the baby doesn't get it in its mouth. But at least it's not a sharp pin that you're going to step on, or that they're going to get poking yeah. in their mouth or something. And uh, so, well, they work on a a whiteboard, I suppose. If it was, if it if it's uh, metal, yeah, it will. In fact, they they stick to like a metal filing cabinet, like. <laughs> like Bam. a lot, you about can't pull it off. But a fridge is kind of coated. Yeah, they stick perfect on a fridge. It'll probably still hold, you know, thirty pages. How much it. do they cost? I don't remember. I wish I remembered. It's been too long ago. But magnetic push pins—they're awesome. awesome. That sounds they, like a cool thing. Yeah, they—they they really are. I wonder so. what else you could do with them. Can you throw them and they stick? Yeah, you actually can because I've done it. I've stood back like like. I would do something that was kind of like a dartboard, and so I stood yeah, back and threw the push pins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably, I'd probably get so, in trouble at, from my wife for doing that during dinner or something. Yeah, but uh, that's fun, and and they're they're also were good. Like I've got one on the side of the fridge where I hang the uh, fly swatter. Yeah, oh yeah, and so it's kind of tucked back mm-hmm. behind the fr- and so it'll it'll and it support something with a little bit of weight. That's cool. So magnetic push pins, long dart. I I got a. Okay, we're talking about throwing darts. Okay. And this would work with the magnetic pushpins. You ever played long darts? 
Like in the yard? <clears throat> no, not lawn darts, okay. but long, L-O-N-G, darts. I'm not sure. I invented it, so you probably haven't played okay, it. Okay, all right. I think I might have invented okay, it, but okay. it's kind of fun. You could do it with these darts, too. You might put, or with these pins, you might put little dents in your refrigerator, but okay. stand really far back and see how far you can hit the, the bullseye. Okay. Or not the... The board, you know, yeah, I mean, how yeah. far back? We did this, uh, my parents have, in their basement, they have a little game room with darts and ping pong. So it's not about hitting the bullseye, it's just about hitting billiards. the board. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun, especially when you're playing <laughs> real darts. You can really zing them and just... <laughs> That's funny. The, you know, so it's all about distance, 20, not about 20 foot darts, it's a lot more fun. Wow, yeah, because I used... When I was playing regularly, I got pretty good at darts. Like, you know, like, you go, go to a club. Way off every topic now, but yeah. long darts, it's a good, it's a fun game. But be careful. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> try wow. it with your try it with your push pins, your magnetic push pins. See I'll, if you can I'll, go across the house. They they don't they they're not aerodynamic, so we'd have to we'd have to glue some fletching on the back of them or something so yeah. they would go twenty or feet. Or or just work on your technique, you know. Maybe maybe that's it. It's yeah. all about the. They are pretty heavy, you know, there so you they go. they fly good. There you go. I, I'm all for thinking of creative uses for your cool things. Well, that'll, be, that'll be my job. Well, awesome. So. We got about five minutes, um, and I, uh, I I do want to ask you one thing, and it actually is a topic, but because I want to try to do a wrap, mm-hmm. keep 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 this really short. But you weren't here to comment on this. Serena Williams throwing a fit at the at the at the ju- you know at, at losing some points. Yeah, when, I didn't see it, but I heard about it when, when her coach admitted to doing the wrong thing, and she said, "I never cheated," but her coach was. Admitted that they cheated. Oh, they cheated. <laughs> well, he was giving her signs, and he admitted he did it, but he said everybody did it, and that's what she got penalized for. So he, so they broke the rules, mm-hmm. and she was all throwing a fit, but he admitted he broke the rules. He just said yeah. everybody does it and tried to... You know, <clears> so what's that question? What do I mom. think about it? Yeah, what do, you th- what do you think about her throwing a fit? And well, I guess... <clears throat> I'm not surprised, but I think that there's always going to be consequences. If you if you do what you got to do, but don't complain when there's consequences for it. If you feel like you have to throw a fit or you have to cheat, there's going to be consequences. I don't know. That's all. I, that's that's my opinion. I guess my day tomorrow is not going to change because Serena right. threw a fit. I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember my martial arts instructor. When he was talking about competitive martial arts, he said one of the things you do when you're in a competition is you push the limits. You push the rules as far as you can because that could give you an advantage. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said he he never endorsed cheating, but you are pushing the line. Sure. You know, if you're not supposed to do this one thing, can you do something that's close to it but not exactly that? Yeah. And um, he's like, that's the game. When it's a game, that's what you're doing. <laughs> well, and that's kind of the real world, too. I, For a while, my brother was an accountant for a, a big firm. Or not a big firm, a big company. And his boss told him outright, if they were not getting audited every year, he wasn't doing his job. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, that's the world, right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta, you got to push the limits a little bit. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. And I can't imagine the pressure at that high of a level when you're <coughs> the best in yeah. the world. There is a lot of pressure there. Well, not, sure. not not to make an excuse, but to just you know give her some credit. And and for for those people, that is their life. They mm-hmm. were raised in tennis. They play tennis. That's their living. That's everything. So yeah, you can understand them being emotionally invested for sure. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, guys talk about that last time? Did you? I didn't. Yeah, okay. I I, I kind of went off a little bit. I called her a child for throwing a fit. <laughs> Um, which, well, which maybe she acted like one. Yeah, and I, I thought she did. I, I you know, I'm, uh-huh. I'm not going to apologize for it. <laughs> That's for sure. That's, that's still my opinion. Oh, so yeah. um, great. And I might actually say something I'd have to apologize for sometime. But we, we, sh- we should wrap. Any, any final, final thoughts or anything we want to, we want to uh, throw out? No, just everybody that's listening. If anybody's listening, just hang in there, because uh, uh, we talked a little bit earlier about the whole. You know, people trying to get us to panic and to not think, but we got to stay seated in what we know and just keep doing life. And I think that's important to remember. So that'll be my closing thought. All right. Um, Yeah. And uh, do what you think's right. If you have an opinion on something, vote your opinion. Tell us about your opinion. Yeah. Tell tell us about your opinion. Um, 
you know, um, learn learn about learn about what you're wondering about. Like like I said, we might learn about net neutrality. Bring that up in the next week or two. Learn about stuff. Have an opinion. Vote your opinion. Whatever. Uh, thanks for listening to yeah. Doug and Joe talk. Talk to you next time. All right, see ya.